0: Welcome, so today we're going to learn Pashat Zuesa Bracha and Bishot Hov Mitzlachas. This brings uh, an end to the cycle of what we've been doing for the last year. Um, when I wrote the for the Shtora many, many years ago, I was a young man, and I liked the Sugis of Shtoras. And I thought to myself, and I, I had some Torah, I had maybe 7,500 pages of Torah, and I thought, you know, let me write a say for Ashtores. So I think I have something already, and I'll add a little bit here, a little bit there, and I'll have a say for Ashtarys. So that's what I did. I, once I got into it, I was like hanging on for dear life. It was overwhelming, all these sugiahs, one on top of the other. The Torah that I had at Kamat didn't use. For like two and a half years, I was just trying to keep my head above water until finally, Baruch Hashem, I finished the safer. And, and, and um, I realized then that if I had known what, I, what, this, what would be involved, I don't think I would have done it. But because I didn't know, I thought it'd be easy, so I jumped into it. And uh, then, you know, once you're in it, you know what are you going to do? You're going to back out. <laughs> so you so you do it. So I think that the Rabban Shleulam, when a person has a, a facing a major undertaking, he gives he makes a haloma. He makes that you don't realize. He makes that you should think that it's okay, it's not so bad, it's not so hard, you'll do it, you'll go. And then once you're in it, then you're in it. And that's what he does. And I found this all throughout life, that people to undertake enterprises, and it's, you know, okay, we'll do it, I'm going to open a business. Open a business. Yeah, well, I will mean, I'll, I'll uh, retail store. I'll rent a store, and I'll get some things, and this and that, and then I'll have a business. And once they're in it, it's just like find like a thousand things that they have to do. and They don't have a day, they don't have a night until they have it all set up. And if they had known that what would be involved, they would have gotten a job in the post office. I don't know what they would have done. But but when you any anything, I think is like that. You do something a major undertaking. The Rebbeinu lets you think that it's going to go easy, and even if you know it's going to go hard, you don't. You say, oh, I know it's going to be hard, but you know, handle it, you can handle it. It doesn't let you know that it's gonna be something that it's gonna take all your kaychas to handle, and from that you grow, and you do it. So this this cycle that we did, uh, the weekly uh, Chumash, where we learned together, we opened the Chumash, we read the Chumash, read the Rashi, and we learned it. And I really felt that we were learning together. People told me that because I was learning for a chumash, they didn't feel I was. I don't like to lecture or give shiur. We were learning together, and and um, so I wrote a sefer on, on chumash called Abri Yosef. I showed it, and uh, you know the beginning, and I thought so I figured I have a sefer. I have like. Uh, um, you know, I have, I have a shticklach on every, every pasha, so I'll open up the safer, i look up a stickle, and I'll say it, and uh, we'll do it, you know, and uh, and Benyamel uh, pushed me into this, and I said, okay, I'll do it, fine, but I didn't realize how hard this would be. <laughs> it's, it's very hard. First of all, you know, not everything that was there that I want to say and other things that I came up with new things and just the pressure of doing this every single every single week to sitting here and 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 speaking and this is it was very, very hard. And uh, Baruch Hashem, you know, Rabbi Hashem told me it's going to be easy. He didn't tell me something shaker. He allowed me to think that it's going to be easy, and I thought it would be easy. And I figured I'll do it, you know, between, I'll do it, like, from going to yeshiva till I go into Kolaria to write my sefer. I'll stop here, and we'll do it in 20 minutes, and we'll get it done, and that's it. <laughs> it's not even going to be noticeable. It's not how it was. It's not how it was. And Baruch Hashem, listen, it's... Uh, I feel, it's, I feel very accomplished. I feel very honored that I was able to do this. And I've met, you know, the hundreds of people have have listened to this. Some some, some of them, I know it goes by the week, I guess, about how people, we got a count of the hits, about how, how busy people are. But some weeks it was maybe pushing close to a thousand between all the platforms. And it's like, it's a tremendous host to be able to, to, to be Marbet's teurer and to learn with people, and people enjoyed it. They felt it was like uh, like uh, different topics than usually here. I, you know, I wasn't giving Musser, but just to learn and to come up with ideas, and very interesting that whenever you learn Chumash, and I've been through Chumash a number of times, every time, I, every time I do Shnai Mikra, I always see something new that I didn't notice before, in the Targum, in the Pasuk, in the Rashi, and I really just try to limit myself to that, there's always something new. And it was a, a, very, a very big skuts for me, and I'm very, I, I appreciate this that, uh, very, very much. So this, is, this is, ends the cycle. And uh, after Yom I'm not going to do this again, at least, you know, not for the foreseeable future. I'm gonna do something else. Um, again, at the urging of Benjamin, <laughs> that that I'm gonna do a series on history. I'm gonna talk about Jewish history in the context of world history. I'm gonna talk about a global view of history, I'm not going to get specific about what I'm going to do now, but it'll be more of a lumbish uh, approach to history, to understand understand what was going on. I have many I, ideas about this. I've written different things about this. So of course, I think it's going to be easy, right? <laughs> it's not going to be easy. I know it. I know it. But, but listen, you know, I think I can, uh, it's going to be harder than I think it's going to be hard. Um, what I'm doing also is the plan is we're going to set up a website and I'm going I'm, I'm to write a book. I'm going to write a book on history, which is something I've always wanted to do. Sometimes I did little parts, but sometimes I, want, I wanted to do. And I'm going to do it in conjunction with these sessions. And uh, I'm going to write a chapter and then I'm going to say it. I'm going to speak about it, and then we're going to set up a website, and I'm going to post it. And I will invite listeners to go to the website and comment on it, and uh, review it and comment on it. And I will incorporate their comments into the book. I mean, I'm sure people will have many things of value to say that uh, could enhance what I've done, so, and I will incorporate it from time to time, if it's really something which is, you know, major, then I will say it on, uh, you know, on uh, these uh, online. And in the end, I hope to have a book, a book which is not only my own thoughts, but a book which is, incorporates the participation of the people that are listening and the people that are, you know, writing the comments on it. And that, I think, would be something that would be a great accomplishment, something that I really would like to do. So, I don't know exactly when we're going to start. It'll be after Sukkot, and I cannot promise that I will do it every single week. When we're doing the Parsha, you know, there's no choice. You have to do it every single week. This, I will not promise that, but I'll try to do it as as. As um, quickly as possible, as regularly as possible. Maybe, maybe I'll end up doing it every other week, or maybe three out of four weeks, or maybe every week. I don't know. But I, for my own self discipline, I really want to write that chapter before I say it. So that's that's a lot of work, and uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But I really hope that uh, you'll join us and you'll participate and uh, it's gonna be an adventure, a journey, I think. uh, I'm looking very much forward to it. So, before we uh, go on, um, I'd like to say, to thank. First of all, I want to thank Binyala Sofer, of course, he's the driving force here, he's the one, he's the guilty party, (laughs) he's the one. And uh, my good friend, and, and, uh, who has like a, you know, he's such a brand when it comes to the Torah and Yiddishkeit. And he's such a geschmack. And, and he's excited to do this and to, to bring Torah to Claudia's role to be Marbet's Torah. So I have to thank him very much. It's not easy. You know, it's, uh, nothing is easy. I thank him very, very much. And I want to thank the platforms. I want to thank uh, Lazer Le- Hasenfeld, like with Scoop. I want to thank the staff at uh, Tor Anytime and at Matzav, who uh, hosted these uh, these uh, these. Uh, I don't know what to call them. These lessons, these these sessions of of learning Chumash together with with uh, many people, and. Uh, and last of all, I'd like to thank my listeners. Now, um, in the beginning, you know, you saw, I saw the hits, there were like a few hundred, I don't know, like they're just like impersonal, you know, abstract numbers. But over the year, I've met numerous people who told me that they listen, people that I know, people that I don't know, random, I mean such thing as a random person, but. So just people come over to me, you know? I don't know, uh, you know, I listen to you every week, you know, men, women, Hasidim, yeshivish uh, people, you know, all, all kinds of people. And, and uh, some of them I know, some of them I don't know. And, uh, you know, and, and the, 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 they provided a face to my listeners. And even though I haven't seen all of them, but I begin to get a, an idea of who you are, and and every single one of you is very chashev to me, every single one. I want to thank every single one of you that, that sat here and listened, was it every week or most weeks or some weeks, but every single one that participated in these sessions, I really thank you very much. It's been a great honor and a very great and a pleasure to be able to learn with you. Before I go to the last few different toira this week, I just want to say that I do get a mazel tov that uh, very recently I put out a new sefer. It's called Shufra de Breira. I worked on this for four years. And it basically it's, it's a, a Lundish uh, um, review of all the sughis of Braira and Shas, very, very difficult sughia, very mysterious sughia. And no, Baruch Hashem, I This is uh, Shufra de Braira. And so, and also, I um, reprinted the Shufra de Shibuddha, which, as you understand, is on the sughis of Shibuddha. Now, the Svarim they not, I'm, I'm showing them to you, not because I want to sell them to you and make money. It's nothing to do with money. Uh, I gave out uh, 700 of these were put in shuls uh, in Israel, in America. Just they should be in the shuls of Barch I've heard people seen them. And people are interested and they like it. And that's really what it's about. I gave it to a distributor just that it should be available in, in stores that people who want to get the safer, how are they going to get it? They can call me if they want and, uh, you know, if they want it for free, they're welcome to have it for free, but uh, just the they can get it. So any shul, any moesed that wants to have the safer can call my distributor. It's called Hafotsas Sifrei Chachamim. The number is 347-930-8594. at the Gmail, I mean the email is Gmail, yeah. Sifrei Chachamim, S-I-F-R-E-I, Chachamim is C-H-A-C-O-M-I-M at gmail.com. That's 347-930-8594 or Sifrei Chachamim at gmail.com. He has instructions to give it for free to any... Any meisid, any shul, any yeshiva, any kail that wants to have it can have it for free. I'm not interested in making any money on this. Also, I mentioned before the Sefer Abri Yosef, which uh, which fooled me into thinking I'm gonna have an easy time, saying these, uh, these learning chumash ilam, this sefer is also available for free to any meisid, and the or yeshiva that wants to have it is available from the distributor for free. Okay, good. Now, so, we're talking now the Yantav of Shemini Atzeres. So I said, is right on Shemini Atzeres. So Shemini Atzeres, I don't have to look at my, I didn't mark it on the Chumash. But the reason that said, Rashi says Medrash that Rabban Shlom said Koshalai Pradaschem here with me all Sukkot seven days Koshalai Pradaschem stay with me for another day. That's Shmeyatzeres. So I have a few questions on this. First of all, so what's going to be another day? It's like sounds like all sort of like. Sentimental, you know, oh, stay another day. What's the other day going to do? So then, then it'll uh, so be another day, so, and then you're going to go. So what is the, what do you gain by that other day? That's one question. And if the koshlai prudashchem, you want another day, why don't we do sukkah and lulav and, you know, the dalt minim? Why don't we do the mitzvahs? Why don't we do the mitzvahs? No, the mitzvahs stop in the seven days, the eighth day you can stay here, no mitzvahs. There's no mitzvah ayayim on Shemini Why is there no mitzvahs ayayim? What happened to all the mitzvahs that we did the whole yontif? If you feel if you, if nostalgic or you want to oh, stay another day, so let's do the whole thing. Let's sit in the sukkah. Let's, uh, let's take the Arbaminim. Why not? So I think that the Vart is like this. It comes to every yontif. Pesach. When you go away from Pesach, when you go away from Pesach, so the yontif is over and then you go away. But you still take the yontif with you. How do you take the yontif with you? Because you have Svir zayma. So and Svir is leaving you from Pesach to Shavuos. So when you leave the yontif, you have not completely left the yontif. You're still bringing the Ashpois of the Yontif with you. Shvuas. So what happens? Shvuas. Shvuas. You have, you have Miluim. You could bring you know, seven days. You could bring Miluim. You could still bring the Korbanos. So Shvuas really extends. You see in the Gemara in cotton with the different in Yonim, that Shvuas really extends beyond that day. It extends further. You can be. You can bring the Korbanos for seven days. So you go away from the Yontif. You still have an extension of the Yanteph. You don't just abruptly leave the Yanteph with nothing. No, you leave the Yanteph, and then you have a little more time, and then you're back to life. What's with Sukus? Sukkas doesn't have anything after it. As soon as sukus is over, then you're finished. Then there's no more than the Antif is finished. So Shemini Yatzeres is saying that even if they don't have something like, like Svira, but you still should bring the Hashpoyas with you. You should not just walk away from the Yontef and it's over and it's finished and that's it. No, the Hashpoyas of the Yontef have to come with you. Kor shall I I don't want you to just walk away from the Yontef and then, and then you're back to the Choyal and the Hashpoyas of the Yontef are gone. So the, the, the point of Shemini is to tell you that I don't want you to leave the yontif and just walk away and go right back into your life and the yontif was yesterday and forgotten and today we're back into the choyl and now, no, no, I want you to keep that with you. So the mitzvah yaim of if, of Shemini Yad Tzeriz, it's kosher lai pradashchem. That's the Mitzvah, the mitzvah Sayyid. If you would have the sukkah and the lulav, it would be just another day of sukkahs. It would be just like, a you know, a sentimental thing. Okay, one more day, you know, okay. But if you have no sukkah and no lulav, so what is this day about? What is it about? It's about kosher lai That's what it's about. I want you to know this. because like you leave the Yontav, you take the Ashpah with you, you take them into your life, you help it it should help you elevate your life even after the Yantav is over. So on and Anshminyatseris, you have something which you don't have in, in the rest of the year, other Yamatoivam the Pashas that come up in that time, you don't read those Pashas on the Yantif. Even on Khalamaid you don't read those Pashas. You read things in the Torah that relate to the Yantif itself, to the Kurbanas, to the Avoida, to, to to uh, and Things that are relative to the yontif that's what you read. If, uh, if, if in the Seder of the Parshish, you come to a certain parsha, it comes out in the yantiv, it gets skipped, you know, we, we take a pause. After Yantiv, we continue the Seder. Zoyis bracha we lean on shminyat It has nothing to do with Shemini Atzeres, Zoyis has nothing to do with the Yantiv. The Yantiv is kashlai pradaschem. It has nothing to do with it. it but the meaning, which Chazal made, with the way they set up the, the, the system, is that you have Torah, you have, since, since there is no Mitzvah ayayim, So the Chazal said that there should be, there should be the Siyem the of the Torah is Hashemini Yatzeres. So you have on that Yontif, you have the Kvaldika Simcha of of, of, of Simcha's Torah. And this does not conflict with the idea of Koshlai Pradashchem because it's not related to Shemini Yatzeres. It's coincidental, it's just there. And and it's just, that's when you, that's when you do it. So on that Yantiv, we don't have other mitzvahs, we have this to fill, to give, um, you know, to give color and meaning to just, instead of just sitting and thinking about Koshlai Pradashchem, which is extremely important. So we have, the, the the simcha and the simcha is really about the Pasha. it's about the parsha, it's about um, the all the kafis, they're all they part of hizav achnasa we're taking out the sefer to the in uh, and uh, and uh, and the whole dancing and everything—it's of the sefer Torah. But we don't just open up the sefer Torah, take out the sefer Torah. We we open it up and we take it and we make a coffin. We dance with it and then we do and Everything—it's all about—it's all about to come to v'zayis avrach. So you have over here two things going on now, in 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 uh, you know on this yontif. So this is a yantiv which is full of mitzvahs. There are very many mitzvahs have are uh, related to this time, this period. You know, Rishon Lechesh Benavoynes, according to some pshatom, is that there's no time to do Naaveira. There's no time. You're too busy with the mitzvahs. So this is very much a time of intense mitzvahs. It's intensively mitzvah time. It's also because of the Simchas Torah. because of Leining Bezaysa Bracha Anshmin it's also intensely Torah, very much Torah. So you have Torah and you have mitzvahs, these two things. So I would just like to say a thought about the relationship, a pretty simple thought, maybe it's obvious. The relationship between Torah and mitzvahs. So what is the relation? Torah is a mitzvah, but besides being a mitzvah, it's Talmud Torah. It's Torah. So what is the relationship between Torah and mitzvahs? So we know that we say, Kainu be mekadesh us with the mitzvahs and give us a chelik in the Torah. So which comes first? Apparently, first comes mitzvahs, then comes Torah. However, we say in Berechusht Krishma, So we say first Torah and then mitzvahs. And then in the morning by the Brahas we say Shtagilenu Bisarsacha, Tapkainu mitzvahsacha, again Tayra's first and then mitzvah. And then at the end of Shminasra we say Psahlibi Bisoy Sacha, Vachir Msacha Tir nafshi. again, first the Tayra, then the mitzvah. So if Tayrah comes before the mitzvas, why do we say Kachin mitzvah sacha to say Khuken Bisoya Sacha? What's the, what is the relationship? Name shots like this. What is the meaning of kachenu Mitzvah? zeha? Be mekadesh with the mitzvah. How's the Rebbe nishol mekadesh the mitzvah? What does that mean? It just means that by giving us the mitzvah, he's mekadesh and the mitzvah. Just having the mitzvah is mekadesh That that raises our level. It gives us kedushas Yisrael because we are mitzvah and the mitzvah. That's all it means. Nothing else. Now you cannot come to Torah. You can't come to Torah like a, uh, you know, a, 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 a boor rake. You can't come to Torah without being meluvished by mitzvahs. A person is Makudishba by mitzvahs, then he's a higher madrega, even if he didn't do anything yet. Not because he's kiyamah mitzvahs, because he's Makudishba by mitzvahs. I mean, I'm assuming that he's not, uh, that he doesn't do averis, he does mitzvahs, but just the mere fact that you have mitzvahs, that, that, that empowers you and gives you the right to sit down and learn Torah. So, I've had the mitzvahs comes first. If, there's no, if the bunch doesn't give us mitzvahs, we have no right to learn Torah. A guy is not to learning Torah. Not allowed to. Trespassing. Not allowed to learn Torah. However, if you want to come to Madrigis and mitzvahs, you want to reach higher levels in mitzvahs. That only comes through Torah. Without toira, you cannot reach a higher madriga in mitzvahs. <speaking> in <Hebrew> you want to have dvekas in mitzvahs. You want to have madriga. If you if you if you have no shaykes to toira, then you can only do that on a on a on a basic level. To tell you what to do. This is what you do. You did the mitzvah. Fine, your Makayim, fine. But to reach a Madriga of dveikas and mitzvahs? Dveikas doesn't just mean to 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 zech and jump up and down and scream. That's not dveikas. Dveikas means having having a connection to the mitzvah, to be dovak to the mitzvah. That only comes from horineinu beserasecha. Tagileinu be mitzvah yasecha v'davkenu mitzvah You want dveikas and mitzvahs? Tagileinu beserasecha. Come to come to madregas and Torah then you could come to madregas and Mitzvahs. If your life is pasuach if you're holding, if you're holding the Torah, you're holding by Torah then of then you could have the madrega of Radicha, the Radifa after Mitzvahs. A person just running after Mitzvahs because people are doing it, so he runs after Mitzvahs. He's not a of Vacher mitzvah if he doesn't have any Torah. No. So again, kachin mitzvah means that by giving us the mitzvahs, then we are allowed to learn Torah, then we have the right and the privilege of learning Torah, but to reach a madrega into mitzvahs, that you have to come only from Torah first. So, should say something on the parasha, though. No? So I want to talk about the last posseq in, 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 uh, in the Parsha, the last posseq in the Torah, and the last posseq in this, uh, this matzav over here, the last posseq. So it says like this. This is the epi- epitaph of Moshe Rabbeinu. If novi, I'd be There was no other movi like, like, like Moshe. Asher yedoya, Hashem ponem al and now the last passage. What does this mean? What's the Yadachazoka? And what's the Moira Godel? And what's the Enei Yisrael? Sir says like this. Moira Godel, adanisim that he did. Leinei kol Yisrael, Rashi says, שנesoi libay lishbar haluchas leinei hem, va vashabrem leineichem. Veskimoi da'as ha-kodosh baruchu le-datoi, the Bani agreed to what he did, so he broke it, שנemar asher shibartah, yasher koyach shashibartah. So the last words in the Torah are on the shviris haluchas, the Moshe broke the luchas. And what does it mean, holy ha Chazaka? So Rashi, shekibul as Torah beluchais biyadav. He was able to pick up the luchais. The luchais were these big stones, very big stones. They were like our boys saw. I think it says that they were they were very big, like size of a mikvah, big so big stones, and he was able with his hands to pick up the stones, half of a fella. Uh, was, he, was he so strong? Was it a Ness? I don't know. I don't know. It's not mentioned in the Torah. It's the first time we see this. That Moshe was uh, able. I mean, the Torah says that he picked up the stones, that he picked up the luchas, but that they were heavy and there was something extraordinary about this that he was able to lift them up. It's not mentioned in the Torah. Here it's mentioned. And why is this belong in the last Pasek, and the epitaph of Moshe, that he was so strong that he was able to pick up the So What's the this And why is the last, why the last one, the last words in, in the Torah about the shviras luchas? I mean, you know, it's not a it's, a, it's a shameful period of what we did. What is why mention over here the last thing in the Torah is that Moshe broke the luchas? Why? I think of shots like this. We know that people have extraordinary reservoirs of strength. A person, let's say, uh, you know, can lift something, right? Okay, so as strong as you are, you know, you lift it. But in certain times of emergency, times of 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 uh, extreme need then you will find reservoirs of strength that you never knew that you had. I've read stories about uh, grandmothers in a car accident that were able to lift up the car to save their, to save their children or their grandchildren. And this is like, you know, uh, <laughs> who can lift up a car? You know, big, strong people can lift up a car. But when, when this, it's, it's, you have to do it. If it's the adrenaline or or just, I don't know what it is. not going to get into the, the, the medical, physical aspects of it. But this is very well known, that people can find tremendous reservoirs of strength in themselves that they didn't know they had. Mahesh Benu picked up the stones, not because he was very strong, not because he had highly developed biceps, not because he made a nest, no, Moshe picked up the stones because he had such a desire, such a cheshik, to bring tyrant to Claudius Yisrael, that he was able to do things that went way beyond the normal strength of a person. He was able to pick up these big rocks. And then, when he saw the ego, he didn't, what did he do? He didn't rationalize. He didn't think, wait a minute, da 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 da. No, he said, now they have to be smashed, and he broke the luchas. He broke them. He had such a chesed to bring them, such a strong desire to bring them that he was able to lift such heavy stones. No, if you have to break, if the right thing to do is to break them, then you have to break them. And he just broke them. He didn't stop. He didn't think. He didn't this. I mean, he did think. He think what's the right thing to do, and he thought this is what the right thing to do. So he did it. And what it shows? It shows Moshe Rabbeinu's Midasa MS. Meshach MS, Visarase MS. The last Pasuk of the Torah is made on Meshach's MS. Meshach's Midas MS. He was able to pick up the stones. It was so important to him, so critical to him, to bring the Luchas to Klal Israel. But then when he saw the Egel, he broke them. Meshach MS. Say, say, MS. This is how the Torah ends. I want to thank all of you. It's been a very great honor. And, um, and um, every week I say, I hope to see you again next week. So I'll say, I hope to see you again after Yantiv. And I hope you'll join us when we discuss the Sugiyah of history. Thank you.